When the annual convention of delegates convenes, one of the important items of business is picking leaders to help govern the American Angus Association in its coming years. Seven breeders are on the slate to fill five spots on the board of directors. I'm Miranda Ryman, an editor with the Angus Journal. I recently caught up with Henry Smith of Smithland Angus to learn more about his interest. Why don't you go ahead and just get started by telling me a little bit about yourself and your involvement in the Angus business. All right. Uh, as you mentioned, my name is uh, Henry Smith. I'm from uh, Russell Springs, Kentucky, uh, where our place is located in the south central part of Kentucky. Uh, rolling grassy farmland, mostly uh, committed to uh, beef cattle in our part of the world, and uh, really a great environment for beef production. And live not too awful far from the Tennessee line, and kind of do south of. Louisville and Lexington that most people will be aware of. Uh, I've been married to my wife, uh, Melissa, for 25 years. Together, we've uh, we've got two teenage children, uh, Brianna and Blaine, uh, very active in our farming operation and our cattle operation and all kinds of junior programs and school things, and kids really keep us busy. But uh, we own and operate together uh, Smithland Angus Farm. Which I'm a fourth generation Angus breeder. Uh, my family's been a farmer in this part of Kentucky for a little over a couple hundred years, matter of fact. And we've been raising Angus cattle here uh, for 82 years. Uh, our primary focus here is uh, producing bulls for commercial cattlemen in our area. Uh, we do that and market a few over 100 bulls annually. We do it through private treaty and as well as we host an annual bull and female sale every spring. Uh, we just recently had our uh, 27th sale this past spring. Uh, we manage about 300 cows. Uh, we do that on about 900 acres, and produce the feed for those, and their yearlings. Uh, we apply as, as much technology as we can and uh, the, the services uh, that uh, American Angus offers uh, through our breeding program. Uh, we use the AHIR data, the embryo transfer, uh, AI work, and, and apply genomics to our program and uh, to help try to create better bulls uh, for our customers. That sounds like a great vantage point to let me know what's going right in the Angus breed right now, or what would you say are the biggest strengths in the breed and the association today? Well, you know, we're very fortunate that uh, if you ask anybody, uh, I just hosted a little group of people here a couple of days ago at the farm and, uh, you know, everybody's familiar as they go to the grocery store or the restaurant, and everybody puts Angus is synonymous with good, good product and a good eating experience. We're very fortunate within the Angus breed that we have that and we have that brand recognition and uh, of course, that helps create demand uh, on a great level for uh, for Angus bulls, and it's a great opportunities for Angus breeders. Of course, with opportunities, there's or things going right. There's always the other side of that, which are challenges. So, what are some of the challenges, and how can the association be more valuable to Angus breeders and our commercial customers? You know, uh, I mean, there's a lot of challenges. I know headed headed at us. Uh, I think at times we can consider uh, 
uh, challenges and opportunities maybe, but uh, it probably meeting that demand for CAB uh, that it's created, uh, you know, a, a high quality end product and, and for us as breeders to be able to create the genetics uh, to, to fill that demand for that product. Um, I think it's very important that our association uh, uh, continues in the areas of technology uh, and giving our members the tools they need to be productive and profitable and uh, do what they can to use those uh, EPDs and indexes to better describe their cattle at a young age and uh, help them make good decisions in, the, in moving forward. Uh, we're, you know, in the industry, we're going we're gonna to always continue with those challenges of, uh, you know, the environmental issues that we all face in here, uh, the competition of fake meat and consumer confidence and uh, lots of things of that area, and I think still is our, even as our breed association, you know, we have to do all we can to educate people and tell our story about what we do. And uh, as many folks are two or three generations removed from agriculture, we just got to continue to work hard to educate the public on, on what we have in our brand. Uh, I think our organization is in a great position uh, to meet those challenges. I think we're very well equipped within the association with a great staff and, and leadership that's uh, very committed to advancing our breed. And, uh, we need to continue to work as a team and uh, keep our focus on what's best for it, and, and we'll all be successful. So we've got our work cut out for us. Um, what characteristics or skill sets would you bring to the board, and why did you decide to run this year? You know, uh, I've, I've had the great opportunity to be very active in a lot of a lot of leadership roles, uh, of course, uh, in our community and in our state associations, and uh, I've, I've had a lot of a lot of opportunities to serve in those positions, and uh, very proud to have been able to do that and serve the people and members in, in various things and everything, Angus. Uh, you know, I find myself uh, I love to listen to people and their concerns, uh, new breeders. Um, you know, help help them make their way, and, and of course, the old uh, old guys that's done it forever and, and made their livings at it for a long time. That we continue to to apply the services that they need to help them be successful. I'm very committed to listening to all that, large or small, and uh, breeders and of every aspect, and in, in helping the, helping us all just to work as a, together as a team and be successful. What do you think are some of the hard decisions that future boards will need to make? You know, uh, we've got a lot of things to apply to us, you know, down the road. I, I think where we apply technology, where we weight our EPDs, uh, you know, with our dollar indexes, I know there's some discussions at that from time to time, and, uh, how we weight those and, and describing our genetics. Um, I think maintaining, like I said, our, uh, the importance of CAB and what it means to each of us. I think it's our flagship. It's, it's what drives the, the, the breed and, and the, uh, the demand for our breed. Uh, and just continue to build on that uh, and don't turn from it because it, it's really ultimately what, what makes, us, makes us all profitable. Um, is there anything else that you'd like people to know before November's annual meeting? No, not particularly. Uh, you know, I, I would, uh, it's always been a great deal of interest for me to, uh, to help be a little bit a part of uh, the direction of this breed in the future. And, uh, 
be a great honor if I was uh, able to be elected. Uh, we'll always keep the best interest of our, our membership in mind and all the things that come before that board. My main focus would always be to help do all we can to create demand for, for not just Angus cattle, but registered cattle in particular and, and registered Angus bulls. Well, I've sure enjoyed visiting with you and, and with all the breeders uh, who have their names on the list. So looking forward to everybody getting a chance to meet you in November. Yeah, great. We look forward to it. Elections will take place during the annual convention of delegates, Monday, November 7th. To listen to all board candidate interviews, visit AngusJournal.net. For a full list of business items, visit AngusConvention.com. For the AJ Daily, I'm Miranda Ryman.